We only got one life, so it's time to live it for. I don't hesitate, I embrace every day. Cause we only got one life, so it's time to live it for. It's not about trying to achieve more again, but rather how to lose and let go. Let me explain. Once you let go of all things that aren't significant, you'll be left with everything that is truly important. I'm living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. This is another episode of the podcast. Live it for. Welcome to the latest edition of the Live It Full podcast. I am Richard. I have Caitlin in the studio with me today. We are excited to be going into the holiday season. It is some of our favorite season of the year. I prefer basketball. Caitlin prefers fall, um, but favorite seasons abound. Definitely. Um, if you like the podcast, um, if you're watching us on YouTube or Instagram, uh, go check out the full length podcast on Spotify or um, Apple obviously is a uh, uh, probably 90% of our downloads, um, but we appreciate you. Leave us a five-star review. Follow us on um, all the social media that's out there, as I always say at the beginning of these podcasts. Um, but we are getting into some of our favorite season. I love the fall. Um, Caitlin loves the fall. I think we love them for maybe dual reasons, but similar mm-hmm. and dissimilar. Um, most of y'all know that I am a hunter by nature. I think it's just something that... Uh, is instilled in me and I love the fall air gets cooler bird season starts deer season you know you kind of go into these things um whether you agree with hunting or not we are um we provide a lot of meat for our family and uh, it's a way of life in the south I will say and and other places of course but um it's something that we want to instill in our children and I know Caitlin really loves going into the the holiday season we've been listening to Christmas music since November 1st Um, our Christmas tree is up Yes. You'll be listening to this um, prior to Thanksgiving, the week of Thanksgiving, and um, it's been up a little while. It has been. I love it. And if you're going to store it all year long and go through the effort to put it all out, I mean, I understand the people that want to get through Thanksgiving and then get their Christmas stuff up. I, I do understand that. But my fall starts September 1st, so I have September, October for pumpkins. So I need November and December for Christmas. I don't know. You know, I get it. It's your favorite time of year. And I love basketball. It's um, probably my favorite sport out of all of them. And so we're back on the hardwoods with the kids um, inside. The weather's starting to cool off. It's, it is. It's probably. It's just a neat. Like I'm always ready for spring. I love flowers and kind of when you get to bring your flower pots and your porches and your backyard back to life every year. And um, you know, the summer's nice for lake and pool and all of that, but I'm, I'm always the most excited when we get back into fall. And I, th- I think that's a cool thing about seasons is they don't last right. Metaphorical seasons and of I life. I like them all. I mean, I like them all for different reasons. For sure. And so we want to talk a little bit about, um, maybe it's cliche, maybe it's something that most podcasters do influencers do this time of year, but we want to talk a little bit about how we survive the holidays, how we get through it. Um, there is planning. Um, as children, I think you think they just happen. Yes. Like it's these magical moments. You enjoy spending time with family and falling asleep on the couch, watching football on Thanksgiving day. Um, I can think back to my childhood of um, going to my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of work that goes into those moments. A ton, a ton. And I think the really special thing is, is that in the eyes of a child, like thinking back on holiday seasons, we didn't know if there was hardship. We didn't know if there were struggles. 
because we just, as children, felt the togetherness and the magic of the season. And I always, every year, looked forward to Christmas, even if my parents, unbeknownst to me, dreaded it because they were going to have to spend money that they potentially didn't have or something like that. I mean, I would have never known. Yeah. I mean, in... <clears throat> I think that, uh, and, and not that are, that's what obviously it has to be no. about. I'm just saying from okay, the innocence well, of a child, it was always magical, no matter what the actual circumstances might've been. Right. But anybody who's cooked a Turkey, so we can even just talk about <laughs> yes. like the actual Thanksgiving days, a beating for, if you're the if sole you're the cook, cook. Yeah, and, for sure. and some of us had family that were control freaks. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know where I got it, but that, um, she didn't take a whole lot of help or instruction with how to. Yes. Know, the one thing the I will say, the one thing I will say about that is typically it's the grandparents. And when they get to that age and they start cooking, they typically aren't saddled with toddlers underfoot anymore. Yeah. And so you can really devote the morning or it, the day it, before and all of that to prepping. Not that we want to place traditional gender roles on things, but it's generally a matriarchal thing. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I, I would mean, not say. everybody. I mean, we have family members that I cook pretty frequently and I fry turkeys and I, I wouldn't have a problem roasting one or smoking one. Um, but well, it, it I, has been traditionally probably a to, matriarchal yeah, thing. Yeah. Well, like recipes passed down and yeah, I would say definitely. So um, although I, refer to you often when I'm making something or like, how, how have you seen your parents yeah. do this before? Or what, what should I add? Or is this too, you know, talking about stuffing, is this too wet? Is this not wet enough? Whatever it is. So, I mean, I would act, I would ask you too. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I think that that's a, a we are that way. I don't, we don't always define traditional gender roles mm -hmm. as far as that goes. Cause we we're we're a team. And we handle the kids and cooking and everything else as, as, as we can, as, as we see fit, um, the majority of the time there's ebb and flow with that. Um, but we want to talk a little bit about that. So I think that we're, everybody knows we can, you know, talk about it some, but like our country right now is fairly divisive. Like you either think it's like every, the, it, at least that's what the media wants you to think that everything goes down these party lines. And if you, if you don't, if you're not vaccinated, you're conservative. And if you are, you're probably liberal and which isn't true, but like you, yeah. you get these divides, but the same thing with just about everything going on. If you think that today, um, so when we're recording this, Kyle Rittenhouse was found innocent of all charges without getting into that. If you felt like that was justice carried out, then you, people call you conservative. If you think that he should have been convicted, you're liberal. And I mean, it's all just like the, the media tries to divide us. But the point with that is we all have family on both sides of the political spectrum mm -hmm. and friends. Friends. yeah. And um, I used to think it's fun to talk about politics and religion and family gatherings. Apparently, it's not for most people. So, um, nope. Caitlin probably doesn't want me talking about it, but I have been given a list of things that I can talk about and not talk about at family and friend gatherings the next couple of weeks. So the point of that is when we're trying to talk about surviving the holidays, it's okay to establish some boundaries before you go into it. I, yes, I, I would say so. Uh, what's uh, funny is we have a little group text with one of my dearest friends from childhood and Richard said something to the boy about having pizzazz. And he said back to Richard, well, like you would know of anybody 
like pizzazz, yeah. I would say kind of encapsulates you pizzazz. So, Whatever. so, um, yes, I think that people that are used to kind of talking off the cuff, saying the first thing that pops into their heads, um, while that's a personality trait and that sometimes can be endearing, um, I think it's maybe a time of year to, to pull your reins back a little bit and say, you know, maybe I'll just be less pizzazz ish and kind of be more average or something. <laughs> you're trying to clip, like, my, you're trying to clip my wings and keep me grounded. Uh, you know, no, just so, keeping the peace. I mean, that's real. That's so real. I'm, like I'm, I'm not going to do this to keep the peace in our marriage. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to say the retort that I would really like to say to you in whatever argument, because I would rather it not escalate. Like that's real. So I have been given a gift in life of knowing what not to. Yes, that too. Um, Maybe it comes with the impromptu speaking past I've had and persuasive speaking. And like, I I just, it comes from Vicky. It could my mother. Um, I'm pretty good at playing devil's advocate and coming back quickly on, on things. And so I do have a tendency to, um, by the way, our son got that also. I enjoy conversations that are spirited. But not you don't always else see does. that, right? You don't always see that on the podcast because I do try to not always pick hot button topics to discuss. Sometimes amongst friends, I do, right? And so I, I'm not allowed to, and and that's completely <laughs> fine. So for the next couple of weeks, I'm allowed to talk about bird dogs and the weather, and maybe some shotguns, um, things that are fairly neutral, although. German short hair pointers are the best breed ever. We love our, our GSP. No, I, I think that more, more times than just Christmas, like anytime we get together with family, I would rather it be, or friends, I would rather it be fun than heated. And I don't know that you agree with that, but I agree with that. And so. Well, you're separating the two like fun and heated don't go hand in hand. They don't. They do for some of us. They don't for That's some the of problem. us. That is the problem. And so I think the point of where we're going with this, as far as surviving the holidays with being around friends and family who may have differing opinions on things, is as a husband and wife, it's okay to set some ground rules on what we deem to be acceptable conversation. Yes. Now, it goes one way because I'm not having to tell Caitlin what is acceptable and what is not. Because I know. But I'm self-aware enough to realize that she's probably not wrong and then I'm going to try to stick to those points of conversation. Right. I mean, I think that's a way that we I think help you survive should do more than try. I think you should just do it. Okay. I can, I can live with that. Um, but knowing that going in, I think it's important in having that conversation. Um, what we were going to talk about too is managing expectations. Yes. So, <clears throat> you know, we are in a point in our lives where we're full-time workers, we're full-time parents, we're full-time spouses, you know, all the things. But our our parenting right now is babies and toddlers and young children, uh, none of which are really self-sufficient at all. We don't leave any of them 
like for instance, at home by themselves uh, for an extended period of time or anything like that. So they pretty much depend on us all the time. They need us around all the time. We are very hands-on anyway. Um, So one thing that I was saying to Richard before we started talking was um, in the same way that you would manage an expectation for yourself going into a dinner party or a holiday or a gathering. Um, Even if something is bothering me, I'm probably typically just going to keep it in. Uh, And I'm not advocating that because that's not always the healthiest thing to do, but usually that's just how I am. Um, But when you kind of step back and realize that this is the point of life that you're in, And it will change at some point, but right now, this is it. So like, for instance, vacations. I don't want to say too much about where we're going or what we're doing, but we're going to go on a vacation pretty quick and we're going to be flying. So I know before we set foot in the airport that Richard, my loving husband, is going to download a book on his phone or whatever tablet, he's going to get headphones and he's going to get like a nice, pretty relaxing ish ride in the airplane. I am going to be saddled with a baby. Like there's no, there is no chance in you know where that I'm going to be listening to anything in headphones because I'm going to have a baby in my lap. Our son has flown before, but he was a baby and like she And it's not Richard's fault. Like the baby's going to prefer me. She's going to want to be in my lap. She's going to want me to comfort her. And so I just know that I can't get mad at you because you're going to have a relaxing time on the plane. The zhuzh of the air, you might fall asleep even. You might get a little nap in there. But like if I I manage that for myself, knowing that this is going to be a potentially stressful plane ride, then like I won't be disappointed when it, it's a stressful plane ride. Thanks. Um, I do help out for the record of when flying. However, historically, our children have wanted their mama. That's what I'm saying. On plane rides. And I can't control that. <laughs> That's I what mean, I'm saying. I can't control if I get put in a different seat away from y'all. Or I'm with the elder two who are fairly self-sufficient. Somebody's got to sit by them. Well, I'm definitely not getting the two smallest by myself. You can have... The other one. I'll take I'll take two and three. Yeah, that'd be good. That's I'll fine. take one and four. Deal. Deal. So I mean, but it is. It's managing expectations. And we were I was talking to a friend about that this morning about we can't expect ourselves and others. And as business owners and as leaders, we do sometimes. And I think that's part of being immature in your leadership is that you expect yourself of others when we all have a different floor and a different ceiling. Um, some of us have started real low and have gotten really high and some of us started pretty high and hadn't climbed much um, and everything in between. And you can't expect others to behave the way that you would. And so managing your own expectations for people, things, processes, it, it's the stoic in me that says you knew a possible outcome of going to dinner with me with friends was me saying something super politically charged. So you can't get upset because you knew going in that was the expectation, right? That well, it was a possibility. Well, then you can't get upset if you don't have any friends left. Right. No, <laughs> that's that's a realistic thing. But it's 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 managing that. And I think it's the same thing with vacations. And Caitlin and I were talking about this a little pre-show. 
that when you manage your expectations around that this isn't a vacation, it's a trip and it's for the kids, not us necessarily. Right. That's a different thing because then you go in because there were there's been times in our lives that I've gotten frustrated that we didn't get to relax somewhere. Yes, that was the other part of the after the plane ride. You get there and it's sorry go, to steal go, your thunder. Go. No, that's okay. But you get there and then it's go go go, and you're wanting to make the whole trip perfect for your kids. Not perfect. It never is going to be perfect, but you know what I mean. And um, you get home and you're like, man, I feel I feel beat up. Like I need a vacation from my vacation, and that's how it always is. Um, but that's, I would rather do it and knowing it's going to be tiring than not do it. Agreed. I mean, we get, it goes back to that. Um, I had that epiphany more recently than I would like to admit. Cause it was like June of 2020 when we took the kids to Yellowstone and I was really pissed off that they did not appreciate it the same manner in which I felt they should. But I understand now that my expectations were not their expectations. Well, and I think that there was some underlying other things. Like, I think that you were maybe thinking that that's a trip that you would have loved to have had. with. Oh yeah. No, no, no. There was some emotional stuff on there that I was like, I would have killed to have gone on a trip like this. And my kids didn't appreciate it as much in the moment as they should have granted. Maybe they aren't the right age to have necessarily appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I even think, if we went like next summer, Macy would appreciate it more than she did last summer. Yeah. I mean, what's funny about that entire trip while I hear about from the kid or the two oldest are, is that damn llama rescue y'all went to. Yeah, that was cute. You know, um, which Caitlin, that's another point. Caitlin tells me she wants a llama or an alpaca. And I have to remind her that there's a reason there is a rescue for them all over the place. Cause people can't keep them. They can. They're temperamental. Well, you just have to know how to handle them. They're not like dogs. You can't just hug them and pet them because they'll, they do this. They don't want you to do that, but they'll come and hang their head over you. It's, it's on their terms. Yeah. We'll see how this goes. I mean, they're supposed to be really good to protect other animals. Like they stomp off the predators, which is. Yeah. They're like donkeys. Ultimately nice. Yeah, of course. So going through the holidays, um, some of Richard and Caitlin's tips, manage your own expectations. Don't put your thoughts and how you feel onto others about it. Go in with um, some ground rules on what you're going to discuss and what you're not. You don't have to discuss it with other people, but amongst us. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm not going to be allowed to be baited into something by well, a family member I, who thinks differently than me. Right. And I would say this might not even be an issue with a lot of people because you and your whole family might have very similar views. Um, but we don't, and at, at different times in our, uh, families on both sides, by the way, um, we've had to maybe bite our tongue or, you know, just turn the other way and just maybe not respond. Um, and it's, it's, a, I would say it's, it could be very problematic. She's not gonna like this, but I'm going to say it. It's funny. Um, and I'm not going to say who it was or what side of the family it was. So there's no names being disclosed. I know what you're going to say. I will never forget a family. I think it might have been Thanksgiving where we prayed for the Republicans oh, in a condescending manner. That's not what I thought. You it were wasn't. Say. It wasn't. Let's play, pray for our brethren. Um, and I'm not going to mention who it was or where it was or that kind of thing. But the point was, it was politically charged. It wouldn't have mattered which side you were on. It was. I thought you Probably were something that I shouldn't text. do. 
Oh yeah, I got kicked out of those a long time ago. Yeah, see, he. Can't. I'm telling y'all. Got kicked out of the family group text for uh, sharing my political ideologies. Again, libertarian. I don't fit in anywhere. It's kind of how it goes sometimes. It makes things interesting. The one piece of advice I want to give people, though, uh, the takeaway from this as we wrap it up is as you go into the holidays, they should be about family and being, especially Thanksgiving, about being thankful and don't lose sight of that. Right. I think everybody's already at a heightened stress anyway. What, um, something weird's been going on like the last 18 months? No, I just meant in the holiday season. But, oh, okay. But yeah. yes, that too. The compound I think the, it. Yes. I think the holiday season in and of itself is just already a more stressful time for oh, people. Of course it is. It's busier. It's more expensive. You're needing to potentially take time off of work that maybe you don't have or maybe you can't afford. Um, a lot of people out there, if they're not at work, they're not getting paid. Um, and so all of these things, but at the same time, you want to go home, but home isn't just down the street for a lot of people. It's hours drive. Um, so I think already it's stressful. So, you know, just trying to remember that when, and if you do all get to get to get to get together, um, just make it as quality as, as you possibly can. I mean, we spent last Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving day in Memphis at a restaurant, which was a great experience. We enjoyed it. The kids kids had a good time, but part of it was some of our family wasn't comfortable getting together because Mm -hmm. of COVID, which if you've listened to the last 45 episodes of our podcast, you know that we have been more comfortable with travel. Yes. Um, We traveled substantially through 2020 and 21 and, 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 you know, it is what it is. Um, But so we, we took another trip. We did something different um, instead of it being an issue. Right. Because I just said, okay, well, fine. If we're not going to have Thanksgiving with family, let's go do something. And so we went to Tennessee. That was my first trip to Gatlinburg. I fell in love. And we ate a supper at a really neat it's restaurant. Bounty on Broad. Is that what it was called? Mm-hmm. It's on Broadway. And um, that was a really good experience. Maybe one of the best Thanksgiving meals I've ever had. Oh, the chef was amazing. It was a really neat place. Really neat. Um, I was super duper pregnant. You were. It was a good time though. Yeah. Um, yeah. You were like nine months pregnant mm-hmm. or right at, you know, turning into nine months. You had another month to go. Um, but I think that's important to focus on the good things. And if you're going into these stressful situations about, some people are uncomfortable with gatherings or not. I mean, you just got to do what's right for you. And that's what we decided to do. And this year we're going to do what's right for us um, and just roll with it. Yeah. It's something that I just thought of, though, that the kids probably don't understand because we didn't understand is we're at a season in our life where things are starting to transition to a different season. And I think sometimes there's an emotional aspect to that that's hard because me more so than you because we're almost in that like my parents are 10 years older than yours um so i've lost my dad um I, my mom is the only family member i have left outside of siblings um my grandparents are gone um and so what i was used to as a kid has completely fundamentally changed and now yes. it's we're into a season of it's our turn yeah and so even breaking away from the gatherings with parents and grandparents to just saying we're going to do it at our house in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a different season. Mm -hmm. 
and I don't know if the kids see that because they didn't get to see having Thanksgiving with my grandparents. Yeah. I mean, very little anyways. Well, um, the last traditional Thanksgiving that my family had was several years ago. I don't know that our kids remember it. No. And mine wouldn't either when my grandmother was alive. A Macy might, but it was like she'd have been four or five. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think the years that my dad died and my grandmother died, we didn't do much as a family because it was a time of, well, is it worth the, is it worth the, the struggle and the emotional toll of trying to put something together when a lot of people, when my mom's ducklings had other places to be anyways. Right. Well, and that's, that's the other part to the season is if your family doesn't look the way that you want it to, or the way that it used to look, um, whether that's you've lost a parent or, you know, you're, you're still struggling perhaps to, to start a family or, um, you know, you have a, a bad relationship with an important family member or whatever it is. Um, I think the holidays, you know, kind of put a magnifying glass on some of that grief. Um, Which adds to that stress so factor. It's, yeah. So, I mean, that's double the stress too. But and we so, can we can sympathize on some levels. Yeah. And show people grace. You I never mean, know what. That's always my deal. Yeah. You never know what they're going through. You never know. um you just, you never know how fresh the wound is. Well, and fresh or not, I mean, holidays bring melancholy at times because of memories of people past. And you don't see that as a kid. Like you don't feel that because yeah. you haven't lost those people necessarily. And some people right. have, but I don't think you realize it. And then you start thinking about what your parents probably were going through too. Mm-hmm. Same things. Um, but it's, it's our season. And so I think we have to embrace that um, and just and just go with it. And we want our kids to have the best um, best holidays they can, even if we have to sacrifice for that. Yeah, they are. They're so excited about it upcoming and just their schedules get kind of changed. There's no school. They can sleep in. Uh, your house is decorated for the season differently than just a normal day, like just the whole just the whole thing. And as long as they can love the season, you know, I'll, I'll love it too. And I've, I've always loved it even as a kid. So, um, anyway, hopefully, hopefully we'll have a good holiday season. Well, we hope everybody else has a good holiday season and that's part of Definitely. living it full, right? Well, if you've liked the podcast, leave us a five-star review, go to, um, Twitter, TikTok, all of that, um, and follow us. And we hope that you continue to live it full and have a happy Thanksgiving this week. You you just listened to this entire episode. That means you gained some type of value. So make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode of Live It Full. Living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. Make sure you embrace every single day. And we'll see you next time on the Live It Full Podcast.